Welcome to the Community Corner, the podcast powered by Bevy. I'm your host, Beth McIntyre. In this show, I interview community builders from all spaces in the industry. Stay tuned for actionable strategies to learn and community stories to love, all in 15 minutes. I'm excited to have my next guest, who we all know and love, David Spinks, VP of Community at Bevy and founder of CMX. Today, David talks us through the new CMX community values, what they are, how they came to be, and how we involve the community to help create them. Welcome to the Community Corner, David. It's so nice to have you. So excited to be here. Community Corner, longtime dream of mine to be on this podcast. (laughs) Well, I'm honored that you've joined me. I'm excited to have this conversation today because I think it's a conversation that continues to pop up in the industry about community values and how to make them and how to use them and how to, you know, just kind of build your community around them. And the CMX team recently announced brand new community values. So I'm excited to talk to you about that. My first question, (laughs) what are the CMX community values? Ah, are you, you're going to put me to a test. All right. The first one is be generous. It's all about giving first and, and helping other community members, stepping up when someone needs help. The second one is be groundbreaking. So we're trying to build a whole new industry and change the status quo of business and create new templates and frameworks and structures for teams. So we encourage all of our members to be groundbreaking. And the third one is be actively inclusive. So we want everyone to take an active role, not just to sit back and hope that our community can become more inclusive, but when they see an opportunity to make people in the community feel welcome, feel included, especially if they are not included in the community currently or are marginalized in society, then take an active role in making them feel welcome and included and supported. And these values weren't created overnight. So what was the process that we took for coming up with these values? Yeah, we had an interesting process. I think, well, first of all, it's interesting to point out that we already had company values and most companies have a set of values, but we kind of discovered that it makes sense to have a unique set of values specifically for your community to guide your members in how to interact with each other. Maybe your values work for your company and your community, but a lot of the time it doesn't necessarily translate well to community. So having a distinct set of values is something we decided as a team. Of course, they should be aligned. They shouldn't be in conflict with each other. But once we decided that, the first thing we did, I think we hired a DEI consultant. We worked with Ashley Brookshaw, an awesome member of the CMX community who specializes in helping companies and communities with DEI, diversity, equity, and inclusion. And she helped us kind of design the process and kind of was a someone who provided feedback throughout the process on the values. Uh, we got together as a team first and did a brainstorm session. We used FigJam, which is an awesome tool you can use for brainstorming, where we all just brain dumped ideas and phrases and thoughts on what we thought our values could be or what's important to us in our community. Then we organized those ideas into themes, and then those themes served as the kind of inspiration for each of the values. Once we had those initial themes and we put them into initial ideas for values, I believe I took the opportunity to synthesize it, put it into kind of like a V1. And then we shared that with, well, we got feedback from our DEI consultant, Ashley. And then we started sharing it with the community. We started by sharing it with 
leaders in the community. So our CMX Connect hosts who run local chapters around the world, our communiteers or people who are moderators in our community, and and just longstanding members of the community. We kind of handpicked a bunch of people that have been in the community for a long time with also prioritizing diversity to make sure we're bringing different voices to give feedback on those values. Got a whole lot of really good feedback from that group, created a V2 of the values from there, and then we shared it with a broader community through Facebook and Slack. We put it into a doc where people could add their comments directly or, or share their feedback in the community, and that serviced a whole lot of additional improvements and edits and got basically got us to the point where we can finalize the values, make sure it sounded good to everyone, something that everyone's excited about, and then release them. I really liked, and it feels weird to talk about it like this, but I really liked that we did that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you were part of this whole process. You helped I shape was. them. <laughs> <laughs> but I liked, I mean, you, I feel like I always have a little David Spinks on my shoulder saying, have you asked the community? Have you asked the community? And it felt like this was such a natural part of the process was to ask the community. You are members of this group. You have self-identified as someone who will come to this community and add value. And we want to know what's important to you. Why are you here? Who do you want to be? And how do you want to show up? So I thought that that was a really important part of the process. Yeah. I mean, my friends who published the book, uh, Get Together, always talk about building with your community, not building for your community. And I try to remember that, I think, in, in anything you're creating, but especially when it's something like mission or values or something where you're literally defining the culture. It's like your members are the culture, like they are embodying the values, they are creating the spaces. So it's a really great opportunity to involve them in the process, which results in a few things. One is they're more bought into it because their voice was heard and they helped create them. So people are going to be a lot more bought into something they helped create. They want to see it succeed because they're like, well, I created this. I want to see it, it work out. Two, it makes it better because you're getting a lot of really valuable feedback and insights. And and you're also filling blind spots that you you have, especially when it comes to diversity and inclusion. Just, you know, a lot of the members of our team aren't going to represent every member of our community. So making sure that you run it by the community to identify those blind spots and fix those issues is really valuable as well. And so how did the feedback and like how did getting the community involved impact our values as they are now? Yeah, I mean, like any process, when we started with V1, it was like structurally you know, had a lot of room for improvement. And so I think we even like changed entire values in that first round or two with the core leadership, the me members of our team and the leaders in our community. And then by round three, I think like the core ideas were there and everyone was very aligned and they loved the core ideas, but the language and the verbiage that we used could be improved. So, I mean, a couple specific ones. One was we had be a pioneer first instead of be groundbreaking, but pioneer has a lot of contexts that isn't always uh, very positive. And so groundbreaking turned out to be a, a really great alternative. And that idea came directly from one of our community members. We had practice radical candor at one point, or no, it was a, a practice radical inclusion uh, instead of be actively inclusive. And uh, radical was a word that people pointed out that it's just kind of like a little played out now because 
Radical Candor came out, wildly successful book and awesome book and really valuable. Like we practice Radical Candor as a team here, but it's now just been used, you know, radical inclusion, radical communication, just everything's radical. And so it kind of loses its meaning and its its punch a little bit when it's used so much. So we decided with the community that we would replace that with being actively inclusive, which I think works because it's a little more explicit. Like, what does it mean to be radically inclusive? It's kind of, it doesn't tell you what to do, or it's actively inclusive is a little bit more prescriptive and telling you, okay, this, this is what we want you to do in the community. This is how you should show up in the community. When we announced our values in the community as well, I don't know if I've ever seen that many emoticon or emoji reactions in Slack or Facebook on a single post. So it was clear that the community really did feel involved and were really excited about the values and being a part of it and that the values really did, you know, they identified with them. So, I mean, you have... You have years and years of community building experience on me. So why are community values important? Well, I think you know you know just as much as me on this, right? Like anyone who's built community knows the importance of values. I think there's always an opportunity to be articulate about the community or the culture that you're trying to create. And I think we sometimes make the mistake of leaving our culture to chance and hoping that the kind of culture we want in our community will just form organically. But values are kind of like instructions in a way. They communicate to people when they enter the community, this is what we're about, this is what we try to practice. They become something you can turn to when you need to make a hard decision or there's conflict in the community. You can come back and say, look, these are the values that we've all agreed upon that we're going to try to practice here in this community. And you know, your action didn't align with these values. Or if we're making a decision, one option might align with our values much more than another one. So it makes the decision easier. So it just serves as kind of a map for how we want to drive the community and how we want members to show up in the community in a way that's going to result in it being a valuable and a meaningful experience for everyone. I mean, we talk about our values right from the get-go with our community, so I can speak a little bit to the journey that our members take when they join. We have our community values on our community page where people go to actually click the join button. When they do join and they have to fill out the application form, the community values are right there. There is actually a tick box that says, I agree, I understand and have read the values of this community. And then when they join, they get an email that gives them the link to actually join. And in that email, I'm like, hey, have you read the values yet? So <laughs> they definitely know them by the time they arrive. And uh, yeah, there's no surprises. I think there's no shocks. Everybody, when they join the CMX community, knows what's going on, knows the expectations. Yeah. And then we also started putting it at the start of every event that we host. So when we open up an event, it could be virtual or in person, You know, we're reminding them, to be generous. Like if you see someone at this event that needs help or you meet someone who's struggling with something, give them your time, give them your energy, try to help them out. Be actively inclusive. Make sure that everyone here feels welcome and included. If you see something that makes someone not feel included, say something or do something. And the reason we're doing these events is to be groundbreaking, to create this industry, to push everything forward. And so we ask you to look for opportunities to be groundbreaking and challenge yourself to grow as a community professional, to grow your community, to grow the impact on your business. Like Be groundbreaking in your own world, in your own company. 
And when you can say that, when you show up to an event and you bring those values to people up front, it can really change the tone and the dynamics of the event. It gets people excited and gives them a purpose for being there. Totally. I'll also mention we have launched a reporting, a formalized reporting process in our Slack community. Facebook has reporting built in, but we've recently added that to Slack so that we can empower our members to embody those values. And if they see that, you know, they see a val or they see a post or a comment or a direct message that kind of violates those values that we've put in place, they can flag it. And we are empowering them to let us know and to kind of take that ownership of it as well. Well, David, the community corner has no limits except for the time limit. Uh, so we've come <laughs> to the end. And my last question, which of course I ask every guest, who is a community builder that you would like to grab lunch with? I think Thomas Jefferson would be a really, really interesting one. I don't know if he's still alive or not, but I read his autobiography a long time ago and really loved it. He was a fascinating character. Certainly has a lot of flaws, but, you know, started the library system in America, like just started a lot of community foundations and things that we take for granted today. And it would just be fascinating to talk to someone who, you know, built kind of those kinds of foundations of community so early in our country. Thomas Jefferson died in like the 1800s. Ah, oh, damn it. Well, <laughs> maybe I'll see him in the next life. But that's okay. There's no limits. There's no limits to the community corner. There's no limits. Just a time limit. Exactly. That's <laughs> That's right. So I'll, I'll accept that answer. Thank you so much for making time for me, David, and for sharing the story of the CMX community values. Yeah, well, thanks for helping create the values and being such an awesome podcast guest. I mean, host. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. If you liked the show, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts. If you'd like to learn more about how to create your own community, go to pod.bevy.com. That's pod.bevy.com. This is the Community Corner, and I'm Beth McIntyre. <laughs>